A reminder of how it started for me. This is an iTunes review from Pez8 last Tuesday. This is the fourth time I've tried to read this, but this time I'm just going to power through regardless of how many times I stutter on. I'm enjoying listening to each of the 20 to 30 minute snippets. The content is current. Content again. I'm going to carry on. The content is current. Jesus, I can't get this one out. The content is current. Enjoy hearing the experiences learned by Adam, his family, and his team. Read that the wrong way around as well, by the way. Very different. <laughs> I'm going to power through. Just Harry's power terribly through. hungover, power by the through. way, now. And I'm, I'm feeling really good. I just got out of the gym, getting the water down me. Very different business to mine, but the startup experiences sound very familiar with just trying to get bills paid, working ridiculous hours, having a baby, employing family, working with friends, and just getting the business moving forward. It's a great listen if you're thinking of starting up. Offers a great insight to just how realistic your experience is likely to be. Pez8, huge appreciation for leaving that review. We've honestly read it about five times. And if you want your review read out on the Startup Diary podcast, all you need to do is head over to iTunes, hit leave a review and tell us why you listen to the show. Let's get into today's episode. So Harry, today's Sunday. And yeah. we decided to meet up because we are we are really focused on delivering Monday, Wednesday, Friday shows. Do the consistency. We're here. And I, firstly, I was like, cool. 12.30, go to the gym, get some energy behind me, mm-hmm. get into the office, get some water, get ready to record three shows for the week. And I'm like, cool. Harry's rolling up. Just dropped me a message on the way. Hasn't forgot. Tick the box. Awesome. <laughs> and you literally... <laughs> How you feeling? So I so I've been on a stag do last night um, to Leicester, and I got home at seven this morning, and I'm feeling just a smidgen tender, just a smidge. You look tender as I feel man. like I'm circling the drain. Reality so, is just a little bit. Just to go off what we just spoke about, I said that when you rolled in at seven o'clock this morning, did no part of you say? I'm gonna message Adam. I'm, I just didn't want to let you down. Didn't want to let the listeners down. I just. That is commitment. We're just doing one today, though. <laughs> yeah, we were going to record three, but that doesn't mean we won't get episodes out. It means we'll come in early Tuesday morning mm-hmm. when Harry's hangover should. And it doesn't mean this off. episode isn't going to be full of top-notch content. It's just going to be probably more of an Adam show. <laughs> Let's get into it. So, what we wanted to do today is cover off um, basically what we did on Friday. We yeah. had our team meeting on Friday. We got the whole team up. And if you follow us on Instagram, I think I posted a photo of the whole team. So, yeah. if you want to sort of put some faces to names all you need to do is head over and follow startup podcast on instagram uh, and you'll see the team there um so we got all the team together we we've been planning some stuff at the end of december we got into january everyone just got back in full speed which was great um but one of the things that one of the core things that we wanted to get everyone together for the meeting is certain projects we've been running something called scrum mm-hmm. between like me and mark and me and Edie. And as a team, it's something that I wanted to roll out, but it's not something that I can do just like on a one-to-one basis. We needed to get the whole team behind it. So we had our team meeting uh, on Friday, did a sort of a one till five, um, all screens down, which a lot of people I could tell did not enjoy because I wanted to be able to get on and do some work during the meeting. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's just one of those things that I wanted to do moving forward just so we can get the focus. So the goal of that meeting was mainly to get everyone up to speed with what projects we've got going on and to sort of explain what Scrum is as best as I know. And I am definitely not an expert in this just yet. 
So I thought we'd bring it onto the show, talk about why I'm trying to implement it into the business, impacts I want it to have, and then some of the like pushbacks that you saw yeah. in the meeting. So in terms of Scrum, Harry, what did you what did you take? <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like on this show I'm going to be asking you more questions than normal. And it's probably not the show for it. He looks in pain, people. He looks in pain. I am in pain. Uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Scrum. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Genuinely, I'm looking forward to it. I, I personally like uh, structure in general. It yep. helps just guide me because I'm quite anyhow otherwise. Um, and I like, I like how it's going to get the team to collaborate to the same goals. Obviously, Scrum, you said it was more for one goal. Yeah, um, so I, I've obviously gone through loads of different resources mm. uh, over the last sort of three, four months now. Um, trying to understand Scrum, some of the ground rules of uh, how to implement it, uh, the reasons that it works and some of the reasons it fails. And every time you read any resource, it talks about it as if there's just a singular project in the whole company. Um, Rightly or wrongly, whether I've misunderstood it, but even when I'm digging into resources about how do you run Scrum across multiple projects, there's not any really good resource around it. And if Scrum is completely new to anyone listening, I'm going to give you a very, very brief overview of what it is. So as a team, there's loads of tasks to be done. So the idea of Scrum, and Scrum comes from the term in rugby where everyone pulls together to get one united force. All you have to do basically is have four columns. And if you're not familiar with something called Trello, we use something called Trello to manage this. And it's basically everything you need to do for a project, every single thing you can think of, you put into what's called a backlog. And that's literally everything top to bottom, regardless of how big, how small. So you put everything into the backlog and then the other three columns are to do, doing and done. Mm -hmm. So in theory, all you've got on one board, you can do it with post-its. I see a lot of uh, sort of startup Instagram accounts physically using post-its on boards in a small team in an office. Post-its and all you're basically doing is moving something from the backlog to done in a systematic way through through collaboration with the team. So the goal is you do what's called a sprint. So the whole project team get together so there might be five people on that team you all get together at the beginning of the week and you say okay what's important this week you look through the backlog and then you decide how long that sprint's going to be so our team sprint's going to be a week long so what we're going to do is say what's important to get done this week and it forces the team together to prioritize so we go around the table and we prioritize the tasks and then we put them into the to-do column And then the single goal to do that week is everything in that to-do column needs to get done. As you then start working on that task, you move it into doing. And as soon as it's done, you move it into done. And there's loads of other things around Scrum, around how you sort of try and track the progress in terms of points. Because the goal is over time, you you basically increase your velocity as a Mm. team. You can work together faster. Um, So that's sort of what we're doing. The, The thing that we've run into is, as you said, it's like one project. But when we've got like nine different client boards or it's like yeah. 14 now, I think. It's hard to just zero. It's hard to spend a whole week with the whole team just focusing on one end result. Exactly. For there's, one client. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just, there's no chance. So we, we, we've been struggling with this internally to work out how we roll this out. And also it says you meant to have a daily meeting. I just can't commit to it. A lot of the team can't commit to it. We're here, there and everywhere. Um, so what we've decided to do is look at, oh yeah, here was the other thing as well. If you look at someone like Fordy and Danny, some of the stuff that we're talking about on the app, 
It's not relevant yeah, to them. Completely unrelated. And it's just wasting their time. And I can literally imagine Fordy rolling his eyes at me in that meeting, hearing about the app and me saying screen down because we both know it's a waste of his time, yeah. but we're still doing it. And that's one thing that I like about Scrum. It says like, don't make rules up for the sake of having them up. Like bullshit processes should be killed. Um, and there's loads of cool stuff about Scrum and maybe we'll bring the notes on after we've been trying to implement it for four or six weeks and see how we've been getting on. So what I decided to do, sat with Edie and said, okay, what are the core things we do in the team? I won't rattle them all off, but we've got stuff like the website thing we do, client services we do, uh, the app. And I said, who's important on that team? So then what we can do is every Monday is we can get that mini team together for that area of the of the boards. So, okay, so who's involved in the app? 15, 20-minute phone call. What are we going to do this week? Everyone then goes back to the desk. Cool, guys, we've got a client team. Who's on the client team? Everyone come in, 20-minute meeting. What are we going to do this week? It allows us to basically have five, seven, eight fast meetings on a Monday morning. Everyone agrees what needs to be done, put it into the backlog, move it into to-do, and then do that sprint that week. It all sounds hunky-dory mm. when you say it like that. Yeah, I was I was surprised because um, we were kind of talking about deadlines because obviously we're doing week sprints. Yep. So the goal is to, what, what's, the, what's the line? Sh- show or die or something about dying? Yeah, demo or die. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot, lot of die. There's a lot of death in this. And I think it comes from, as Fordy pointed out, it's like Japanese culture from like Kanban, which is sort of the, the way that automotive companies start doing production lines. But yeah, um, which is fine for most of us, but Mark really had quite a lot of pushback on that, which I didn't I didn't realise. I thought he was actually one of the first ones. I thought he was looking into it himself and he mm-hmm. was he was kind of one of the people that was really behind the idea. But he, it, it, I was really shocked when he was like, he just started shaking his head when it came to like producing stuff at the end of the week. He's like, I've been working here for, I've been in this business for nine years. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to hit a deadline just and because of the nature of his of The his nature work. of what he does. Uh, and on that point as well, like Sarah afterwards was like, I can't, but I felt I didn't know where to look. It was like mm. a car crash seeing you, Mark, you and Mark go head to head on this. But just on that, as a complete side note, like that's exactly what you need in the team. Because the reason we had that meeting was real simple. And I said at the beginning, if not everyone is on board in this, it's going to fail. Mm. Like everyone needs to buy into something like this. Otherwise it's just destined to fail. And that's why I didn't let it go. That's why I had to like thrash it out with Mark. So we got to the bottom of it. And it turned out like giving Mark a solid deadline was the problem because he said, example, I was doing something this week for the website package. It was meant to take two hours and it took me half a day. Mm. Not a huge difference, but still a difference and it would have a knock on effect to the rest of his but work. If something that can be that small can be can blow up into something that big. Yeah. And you imagine something that's supposed to take two days and it can take a week. Exactly. And then it just knocks everything else out. But the key thing that we that we ended up getting to was it's not for me to put deadlines on Mark. Mm. Okay. Yes, we want to have a week sprint. And if he thinks something will be too big to do, we should break it down into a smaller piece, smaller piece. And that's where it comes to demo or die. Yeah. Have something to show within a week that we all see and can understand. So if he says, oh, that's not be ready in a week. We say, okay, what's the smaller part of that that you can do within a week? The key thing that we, that me and Mark were going forward on, and just to be really clear to reiterate, I love the fact that Mark raised it. Mm. I would have hated if he just sat there and thought, I've been doing this nine years. Like no manager, no CEO has managed to implement anything that has deadlines. I will say yes, but it ain't gonna work. He raised it, he voiced it, that was great. So we got to the bottom of it. And what I wanted to do as a a team is understand that when we ask Mark to do something, we understand, not in terms of like it's a two hour, a one day or a one week task, but where he's coming from. 
and this is where we kind of came down to this um, in the scrum book it basically says plan with poker so I won't go into the details because it will be so confusing on the podcast <laughs> using stuff there's a Fibonacci sequence Fibonacci, of numbers that's the one which basically means flying around the there was a lot of numbers so basically what it means is the whole team get together so if we're on the app team which is me you Mark just Mark uh, yeah just Mark yeah. me you and Mark and we say, okay, we want to do this thing. What we've basically got is a pack of numbers each. Like as if you're playing a game of poker, okay? <clears throat> so uh, you've got your cards and then you kind of go, okay, we want to do this task. And then you basically, everyone puts their number of how difficult they think it is. And it's an arbitrary number. It doesn't mean time, minutes, hours. It's just an indication to how difficult something is. And it's like one up to like 34, the numbers. But the numbers are spaced so far apart that it's very different, difficult to have everyone agree in terms of, uh, like, if you say how hard it is 1 to 10, like a 7 and an 8 and a 7 and a 9, there's not much difference. But the way that a Fibonacci sequence is set up, the numbers go something like, I am explaining it, aren't I? The numbers yeah. go something <laughs> like 1, 2, and basically the last two numbers add together to make the next one, so the spaces get bigger. So all of a sudden, if me and Harry say we want to be able to import contacts from natively for the iPhone, we'll go, okay, that doesn't sound too difficult. There should be a native function for that. We put a 5 on, then Mark puts a 34 down, mm-hmm. and we're like oh, you know something we don't, can you explain? And what it will force Mark to do when we do planning is to basically put points on cards. So then over time, we'll understand that if Mark says it's a five, it's probably he can get three fives done in a week because he's overestimating or underestimating and things crop up. But it's just to give us an idea as a team of how hard this task is from Mark's perspective without saying how long will it take. And that's the difference. That's what we got to. How hard is this for you? Or what problems do you foresee compared to, I need this done by Tuesday at 10 o'clock. That's what we, that's what we end up getting to. And if he can't hit the deadline or one of us can't hit a deadline for it, we, we, it's just more of a case of um, justifying like why. Like if we can't hit it, then we we're able to explain that, oh, it's because other things have come in and, and, I can't remember where I was going with that, but <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll rescue. Don't worry, don't worry. You get yourself some water. Oh my god! I know I know where you're going. In terms of the thing that we drove home in the meeting was, sorry everyone. <laughs> I really feel very right now. I wasn't even going to say we don't record today, but he's made his way in, so we've got to. In to pull it back is if you fail to do a task, it's not the person's fault; it's the process. Yeah, and that's the thing I really like about Scrum. It's people don't fail, processes do. So then we have to look at what happened that week. Basically, did you end up working on something that wasn't in the to-do because a client came in and said it was urgent sort of thing? Or was something not delivered to you on time that had a knock-on effect for your job? Which means then we speak to the person who was meant to deliver it and say, what came into your work that meant you couldn't do it? Did you underestimate, overestimate, or was it an emergency thing? A bug happened and we had to fix it. It's trying to understand the process behind it and not blaming the person. And that's one thing that I really like. Yeah, and, and uh, it just kind of reminded me, that's kind of what... Mark was Mark was getting a bit worked up about it all because obviously he was getting caught up on the idea of a, of a deadline, mm-hmm. um, and which is because we always ask for things by then, whereas now it's a case of we need to get as much done as possible. But it's it it's flipping his process anyway on its head as in a case yeah. of it's done when it's done and it's ready, uh, and it get, well ho- well it hopefully gives him more flexibility, and, well, and we ask less of him. Like we just That's he's given less to do and execute and finalize that first task before he moves on to another one instead of just throwing everything at him because he deals with so many different things across the company and 
I think the forcing factor that I like about this is after like four or six weeks, apparently we'll have an understanding of how quick we work as a team. Mm-hmm. So I'll have like a baseline on these points that we're, we're putting on the cards. And then what it will force us to do is when we're rolling out new projects, new features, just new tasks is how much stuff can we get done that week? And then we'll have a baseline number and then it will force us to prioritize what we do. Because then all of a sudden we can't be like, oh, can we do this, this, and this this week? And when we put the points next to it, we go, actually, no, we can't. Because we understand how quick we can go as a team at this point in time. So we can do A or B and not C. And you're going to have to basically choose what you drop. And I think that will give Mark a lot of leverage in terms of, Adam, you've asked me to do X, Y, and Z. You've now asked me to do this. I can do it. But which of these three things do I now not do? And that's the conversation we need to take place. Like the thing that I opened the meeting up with is if you look at everything we did last year and it's not as hot, it's not as like definite as this, but if you look at what we use in the company now out of everything that we built, we could have built everything we needed in six months compared to 12 last year. Mm. There's a lot of wastage. That came down to me asking for stuff and then not being able to truly monetize it or get the value out of it the way that I thought I would. So it's going to be a forcing factor for the whole team to prioritize stuff. Um, Yeah, so... Generally, really looking forward to doing that. Definitely. I, th- I think the meeting overall went well. I love the fact that we had that little bit of this isn't going to work and here's the reasons why, but we worked and got to the bottom of it. Uh, and then we did the stuff around just the, the simple stuff, which I'll talk about on the show another day, which is sort of we all put core values of the business up on the board. Mm. Uh, and that was just a little fun exercise just to really drive home <laughs> just how special what we do is and how, how special the team is. Um, but yeah, it was just great for me. It was just great to have everyone around the table pulling in the same direction. Um, and as soon as we got that that scrum thing out the way, it felt like everything else went went really smoothly. Yeah, I feel like when, whenever we all get in a room and work together on, even if it's just kind of meetings like that, and that, it's always a very collaborative kind of get together. Mm-hmm. People, you don't look like you're pulling teeth with people in the room at any point. Everyone's in it and everyone gets on and there's just always a good energy from i always feel anyway it's, yeah, it's really a good, good vibe and a good energy in the room each time which mm-hmm. is uh, which is fun which is cool and, and so bourbons which was fantastic <laughs> yeah uh i was gonna actually then talk about the buffet but i thought i'm not gonna devalue the show after <laughs> some of the nuggets we've dropped um but coming up in future shows guys we've got a bunch of listener questions we're gonna get to yeah uh we're gonna probably cover those off uh this week wednesday and friday once harry's hungover it will probably be gone by then mm. looking at the state of it it might be longer than this a couple feels of days. like a three-day <laughs> hopefully not she and then we're doing some stuff uh, involving a third-party agency mm-hmm. we did something with an agency last year that went completely tits up um and meant mark basically technical, term, technical term that is um for SaaS companies at a certain level uh it's after venture funded things go tits up um so from that point uh mark was basically spent three to four months last year uh, reworking uh stuff what you paid for uh, but we are now going down that rabbit hole again but trying to work out where we went wrong last time and what's different this time we'll share that experience with you um it's really important that we get this right because it impacts basically everything that we do internally um and the key thing for us is uh, around the app and our redevelopment of the app is taking our users on that journey with us so we're going to share that with you guys and how we do that to make them feel invested and make sure we get it right more than anything um and we've just got some big stuff planned this year monetization of tool talk tool talk testers club it's all happening um excited to share it we were going to record some more of it today but i think just looking at the man across me right now he is broken people i think we'll wrap it up there Monday's episode, which is what you're listening to now, is low energy. But I guarantee Wednesday I'll be back.